Hi, and welcome back to Tess's PK Against Cancer. This is episode seven, July 4th through the 12th. Let's start with July 4th, 2021. Week one of the new treatment plan is done. Tessa was able to come home last night around 9.30, 24 hours after the last chemo ended. So far, she's doing better with this regimen than the original one. It is kind of surprising because almost every nurse told us that cisplatin, new one she is getting now, causes the most nausea of any chemo they give. They did warn us that it is often a delayed nausea and day five or six maybe when she feels the worst. She doesn't feel great because she has not vomited at all yet and has even been eating a little. Of course, in typical Tessa fashion, she requests the strangest things for someone who feels queasy. On the way home last night, she asked for Taco Bell. We have multiple anti-nausea meds in our arsenal and are all to give them regardless whether she's actually feeling nauseous or not to stay ahead of it. She has a follow-up appointment on St. Jude Peoria Thursday. We potentially have the opportunity to have her seen evaluated in Memphis next week thanks to a multitude of amazing people working behind the scenes to get us there. St. Jude of Memphis only accepts patients for which there is an open clinical trial. Her case is so rare, even if it were a true osteosarcoma, I don't believe there would be any research trial available. I recently learned that no new treatments have been approved for osteosarcoma in almost 40 years. Kind of disheartening thinking that there could be potentially be effective treatment that is less toxic. For those interested, picture below is her treatment plan. It'll be a long journey for sure. But as everyone keeps telling me, she is so tough. This hospital stay reinforced that even more. She takes whatever they throw at her with courage and stoic composure. It is unbelievable to me, really. As always, thank you for everyone, for everything, and please keep her in your prayers. July 12th, 2021. Overall, Tessa's blood counts were good at clinic today. Her hemoglobin has dropped to 7.8, which is the lowest it has been, but Dr. DeSouza said that 10 to 12 days after her last chemo should be the lowest it gets. Today is day 12, so we opted to not have a blood transfusion. If it falls to seven, she will need one, but they think after today, it should start to rise. Tomorrow, we are headed to Memphis for a consult. We will meet with a doctor there on Wednesday. They told us to plan on being there for a few days. I will update as we know more. Thanks again to all those who have helped to get us an appointment there. She is pretty weak and tired, but doesn't feel terrible. She has been able to get out about a few times the last couple of days. We've been very careful, of course, because she is very immunosuppressed. She is having no nausea and eating a little better. We got the genetic test back, and it is strange to say the least. The testing on our actual tumor shows five mutations, which is a lot, they tell us. 
Her main oncologist says that she's only seen a max of three previously. Her overall, quote, tumor mutation load, end quote, however, is low. That is, quote, the total number of mutations per coding area of a tumor genome, end quote. Not sure I fully understand, but I guess I don't have to. The genetic test on her whole blood show no genetic mutations. That means she has no identifiable mutation that puts her at a higher risk of cancer. Good news, but also leaves us wondering more and more why in the world she has this. It is maddening. Please pray for safe travels to and from Memphis and peace of mind for all of us. It is also incredibly stressful and sad when we feel so helpless.